What does it mean to be self-made? Creating success through one's own effort and taking responsibility for your results. You can have anything you desire, a successful career that aligns with your values, thriving relationships, optimal health, and so much more just by learning how to manage your mind. Are you intrigued? Stay tuned. Thank you so much for joining me. I am your host, Lindsay House, registered dietitian, private trainer, accountability coach, author. I have been working with clients for over 13 years, passionately changing the culture of health and fitness. I'm out here smashing scales, helping individuals rewrite the rules to what success looks like in their life. I want to change generational thinking, no more all or nothing mentality, get rid of the diets and believe in the individualized journey. We are stronger than we will ever accept and beautifully made just the way we are. Keep your eyes on your own paper and trust your own path. Thank you for trusting me and letting me be a constant encouragement through your week. Let's get this motivation started. Welcome to your podcast, Direction Not Perfection. Happy Podcast Friday. Welcome to episode 179. Self-Made You with Tracy Pleshcourt. Just a few years ago, Tracy was a successful advertising executive. Feeling stifled by the rigorous, time-consuming demands of the corporate world, she traded in her 20 years of advertising to pursue her real passion, life and weight loss coaching. Tracy is a student of her own work and has stopped overeating, overdrinking, and created a multi-six-figure business while mastering metabolic health. Today, Tracy coaches people all across the country who want to do the same. Tracy dedicates her work to ambitious, lifelong learners for answers and seeking a better way to create the results that they desire and that they deserve. She instills confidence and a call to action that leads to unlimited wealth and wellness. All right. I am so excited to introduce you today to Tracy Pleshcourt. Uh, Tracy is the founder of Self Made You. She helps men and women create self-made wealth, wellness through their coaching together. Tracy has mastered and now teaches the critical skills necessary to manage your mind and overcome any obstacle, including overeating, over-drinking, time management, career, relationship changes. Tracy, I want to hear it all today. Welcome. Thank you, Lindsay. It's so nice to be here. I appreciate the invitation. Oh my goodness. So excited to chat. And uh, I have so many different areas I want to start with you, but I did highlight this, the whole thought of critical skills necessary to manage your mind and overcome any obstacle. Yeah. Am I jumping ahead of the game no. here to talk critical skills right out of the yeah. suit? <laughs> you know what? No, I would prefer not to beat around the bush and really spend the time giving your listeners some food for thought. Let's dive in and really understand how the way you're feeling today in this very, very moment is directly connected to the thoughts that you're having. So If you're somebody who upon waking up in the morning, catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror and you have a thought, I hate my body, you of course, and probably very unknowingly, but you are experiencing a vibration, some sort of emotion that's running through your body. It might not seem super significant to you because you might walk around thinking that thought. 24-7, which generates that emotion 24-7. So 
when people recognize that their feeling is directly connected to the thought that they are intentionally or unintentionally thinking, it's like you have this control, you have this power. It's like this weighted blanket is lifted off of you. You don't have to feel any sort of unwanted feelings. And that's just such a good message to share with people who have never heard that before and have always felt maybe victim to something outside of them. So the critical skills start with awareness, awareness that you have the capacity, you have the capability of changing the way you feel. And that directly impacts how you show up, what you do, like your behavior is driven through how you feel. And so it's just a very systematic architecture that happens. Mm -hmm. There's a circumstance out in the world that you have a thought about. So whether it's a job, it's a person, your finances, that's just a circumstance stance that's, that lives outside of you, but you unintentionally or intentionally have a thought about it that creates a feeling that has you behaving in a certain way. And why I feel like this is such good news to know is because so many people think that they're broken. They think that they're, they have this story about themselves, that there's some deep, dark flaw and that they are reacting in such a way that it, it may, might feel against their will, but they've just kind of taken on that story about themselves. And so I love spreading that message that it's not your fault. It's just a mismanaged mind. That's it. And that can be changed in a heartbeat with the right kind of awareness. And so, yeah, jumping into critical skills, I say, let's do it. (laughs) I am going to love this so much. I already do. And I think it would help to set up our listeners with a couple real life examples, real life clients because I know where my head goes with it. Like, I feel like we have a lot of talks about self-talk and keeping our brain in a good place because that affects everything food-wise and, and movement. Like, if we go the weight loss path, I, I would love to hit that. And then if you could give us something that almost parallels with it in another area of our life as well, example-wise, I'm going to throw the floor back over to you here. Yeah. So let's just go back to that woman who catches a glimpse of herself, you know, as she's walking through the bathroom and she notices this very burdensome feeling, this very heavy feeling that feels very familiar because she's carried it around for many, many years. Well, doing the work to understand where that feeling is coming from is like the work. Like that is the critical skill is understanding what are you thinking unintentionally. It's a well-driven neural pathway, but our brain, the best news out there is that our brain is very pliable, right? We can actually take those neural pathways that have been very well established from thinking the same thought over and over and over. And we can actually substitute another thought as long as it's believable. Mm -hmm. So a really great place for somebody to go that maybe is feeling very burdened because they're having a thought that I hate my body is I have a body. And I know to some listeners, they're probably like, Okay. 
but just, but just really drop down in your body and notice how I hate my body makes you feel right. It makes you feel defeated. It makes you feel all of those unwanted feelings. But when you get to something else that is believable, and I think it's probably hard for anybody to argue, I have a body. Notice how the charge just came out of it. Mm-hmm. It's very neutral. Yeah, mm-hmm. it neutralizes it. And so that's the place to start. Like all of the like power of positive thinking, like I'm a pretty positive person, but but if it's not your reality, if you don't believe it, then you're probably not spending your time as well as you could by just starting with something that's neutral. That's, that is believable because you can move from there. Like you can move to eventually I love my body, but there's, you know, there's space in between. I have a body and I love my body. You have to work your way there. Think about it like rungs on a ladder. So start with something that's believable. Like I have a body. So that's, um, that's how you notice it. That's how you kind of neutralize it. Um, I like to tell my clients, normalize it. We all have a primitive brain. God designed our human brain to have a component that keeps us safe. So I like to call that our primitive brain. Like when we had to outrun the saber toothed tigers, you know, but the truth of the matter is we're not really in a lot of danger day in and day out, but yet our primitive brain acts like we are. And so it's firing off all of these thoughts that, we find ourselves reacting to like, I'm going to starve if I don't, you know, if I try to fast. Right. And so then you react to that and that's not true. That's not true at all, but that's just the way that we react to that primitive brain thought. The good news is, is we have this whole nother part of our brain. I like to call it our prodigy brain because it's, it's the more extraordinary part. It's the decision-making parts, the prefrontal cortex. And you can be very intentional with it, like choosing the thought, I have a body versus going on default with that primitive brain thought of, I hate my body. So that's the difference between those two parts of your brain. And it really takes an awareness, a, an act of like normalizing that, you know what, that's just my primitive brain firing off that thought. Cause then again, that kind of extinguishes all of the emotion around it that sometimes makes us feel very panicky and creates this inability to even think clearly, like to even be able to put the thought structure together of, Oh yeah, that's my primitive brain. And I need to come up with something more believable. Even that's hard to do when you're feeling panicked. So right. I like We're to keep going really fast with some neutralizing. Cause I feel like people can hear that and understand it and then go, my something that comes out of my mouth would be I'm ugly. I'm lazy. That also goes with I'm fat. I'm unworthy. All of that, like give some other neutral comments for those types of. Yeah. Thoughts. So if you notice that you're having those kind of thoughts, I'm fat, I'm lazy. Like I like to first ask yourself, is that even true? Or in what ways is that not true? Like those are some ways to deescalate. Um, you know, there's always going to be a portion, a part of us that are, our brain wants to fight to be right. And so it's going to look for evidence like, well, I just binge watched the Kardashians for the last two days. So, yep, that's true. Okay. Well, let's just say, even if it is true that you're lazy, is that a helpful thought? 
what is that thought creating inside your body? It's not helpful. So you can kind of drop into like that self-care, but I would say another great way, especially for people who are actively trying to um, take care of themselves, lose weight, you know, talk different to themselves. I like the neutralizing thought around I'm learning. I'm learning to love my body or I don't like my body right now and that's okay. Or it's possible that one day I will learn to like my body possible. One day I'll learn to love my body. It's possible. Those are truths that most people can get behind. They don't have that same charge as the, I hate my body, which even the fact that you have that thought, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just probably not ending well. You probably don't like the results you're creating for yourself. And that's what we care about, right? We're not here trying to debate you're morally wrong because you're having that thought. That's not it at all. It's just, you probably don't like the result you're creating from having that thought. So let's roll up our sleeves and get to work on neutralizing it. You've noticed it. Let's, let's normalize it. Let's neutralize it. And let's start to kind of work our way up that ladder to come up with thoughts that not only keep us from feeling bad, but now we get to that place when you kind of get up on that ladder a little bit. Now you're at the place where you get to create things that maybe were never even on your radar. And then that gets us to like, a lot of my clients will come to me because they want to lose weight. And what they always say is I took these concepts and I applied it to my business. You know, I have a lot of small business owners and they took the primitive brain, prodigy brain, concepts and applied it to growing their business, serving clients. Like it, they're so parallel, um, that it's almost hard not to apply those kind of concepts, especially when you get really good at noticing how you're feeling and connecting the dots back to a thought that you're unintentionally having. Right. And I just, I'm loving your word choices and I want to highlight some of them for our listeners because it does come back to acknowledging, which is where you started, but to, to have this word neutralized, to have, you keep saying a charge. And I think it's a great visual for everyone to go. There is a charge means the shoulders raising. It means when we like have some reaction, a button got pushed, something that we don't love how our body's feeling in that moment. And you're giving these tool sets on how do I, I neutralize that. I bring it back to where I feel back in control. There's a positive vibe, a feeling that goes with that. And, and I want to take before we climb the rung too much higher on our ladder, a drinking example too. uh, You had mentioned um, over drinking is something that you will talk about with some clients. So like give an example of something that they're maybe saying them to themselves and what they'd be neutralizing in this category. Yeah. So over drinking, and just to give you a little bit of context, everything that I coach on, um, or at least that I have programming around was a challenge in my life. It was something that I overcame and recognized that I was in good company. I was surrounding myself with women, especially who were suffering from unintentional thinking and creating results like over drinking or overeating and, you know, finding themselves in a place of being overweight and perpetuating that cycle. 
and really not knowing how to overcome that. And so that's where I decided, you know what, I'm going to create programming around this. So it really takes them step-by-step. So overeating, over drinking and growing a business are like my specialties. (laughs) So I do tend to attract a lot of women in those three categories, but I will say that these skill sets can be applied to relationships. They could be applied to your place of employment, career changes, career advancement. So I don't want anybody to think that this is a skill set that you only pull out in a time of crisis. That yes, it can help you overcome challenges, but it can also help you create, I like to say what my clients once thought was impossible or was never even on their radar, like multiple six-figure businesses when they recognize the kind of control and the kind of power that they have. So um, over drinking is very similar. It's in, in regards to the way you're behaving. You have a habit of coming home at night. You have a thought, very unintentional, that I need to take the edge off or it's been a hard day and I deserve it. Just think about how those unintentional thoughts generate a vibration or a certain kind of energy or feeling, emotion, whatever you want to call it, that runs through your body might feel like entitled, right? Makes perfect sense. It's something you've always done. And it just generates this kind of entitlement, which then has you opening up a bottle of wine. And there's nothing inherently wrong with that. It's just when you decide that maybe that has become problematic for you, right? So I also want to make sure that we're not like painting a picture that you're bad because you over drink. It's when you decide that you no longer want to keep creating the same results for yourself. And nobody gets to decide that except for you. So um, whatever that looks like, I have women that drink on special occasions and have decided there's no place in their life for alcohol. And then I have plenty of women who come into my self-made mind and body course that has more of a focus on metabolic health, but they decide that the bottle of wine that they've had every single night, Monday through Sunday, there's no longer a place for that in their life. So we see it all or people who want to moderate. But the one point that I really want to make is that When we're compounding man-made substances like sugar and flour and alcohol, Mm -hmm. it's not as easy to always be able to think in this clear path where I said, "You, you have a circumstance that you're having thoughts about. Now, those thoughts and feelings are often escalated when you have these man-made compounded chemicals in play, right? Because they escalate things. It creates a bigger dopamine hit in our brain. And so our brain loves that. And then therefore perpetuates needing more and needing more and needing more. So I say it starts with asking yourself, what is it that you want to be creating for yourself? Do you want to become a moderate drinker? Do you want to feel like you're in control and you don't want to feel peer pressured when you're at a happier. I have a question for you just out of both of us have clients that we work with and that we are 
telling to choose intentional thoughts? Like, what are your barriers? I think it's really easy for people to nod along and say, I get it and I understand the importance of it. And then walk right back out the door and not be intentional about their next thought. You know, like what's some of your practices around that, that do you feel like you're making headway with the positive thinking, with the intentional thoughts? Yeah, that's such a good question, Lindsay. And here's how I would answer that. It's you need to, to create an environment where they understand the architecture of how they are actually creating their current experience. So I always, 100% of the time, start with the experience that they're now having, that they are unintentionally creating for themselves. My company, Self Made You, it's like people ask me, what does it mean to be self-made? And it's very simply just taking responsibility for your results, unintentional and intentional. And that's a really good thing. It's not anything convicting. It's really a empowerment play. Take responsibility for both because that's how you can change is when you take responsibility for unintentionally having thoughts that create unintentional results, that puts you back in the driver's seat. I always want to show them, I feel like to your point, we can talk, 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 talk till we're blue in the face, right? People don't learn from words. People learn through application. So showing them how this architecture is playing out every moment of every day for them. We have 60,000 thoughts on average a day, which means you have that architecture running 60,000 times where you have a thought about a circumstance that makes you feel something that then has you showing up. When you can get your client to the place where they understand that, they fully understand that. Then they're in the place where they're like, oh, okay. It relieves them of any sort of shame. Like they notice that the shame is just coming from a thought and you're not broken. There's nothing inherently mor- morally wrong with you. It's just that you're not managing your mind and that happens, right? So now we have the wherewithal to see, okay, that's how that played out for me. This is how I created this unintentional result. So that would make perfect sense that if I'm going to be intentional, I can get a different result. And Mm -hmm. so it's super important to me that people understand that the unintentional results that they're creating for themselves, it's not their fault. They just don't know any better. Right. And so that's step one. And then when they're ready to start creating new results or even to just relieve themselves of the feeling that they're having, the charged feeling, like tacking on a a part of the sentence, like, and that's okay. Like I've never been able to lose weight, right? That's a very unintentional, they believe that to be true, but that's an unintentional primitive brain thought. And that's not true. Most primitive brain thoughts are not true. Like, is it true that when you were a toddler, you couldn't lose weight? No, you've never been able to lose weight. That's not actually true. It's just your primitive brain being very dramatic. And so you could choose to intentionally have the thought and it gets a little meta, but that's just my primitive brain trying to keep me safe and that's okay. Or 
I'm learning what it looks like to actually lose weight at this age. So those are the more intentional. And it's not, again, it's not this power of positive thinking. It's coming up with what else is believable. Yes, your your brain so desperately wants to fight for what it thinks is true, but and that's fine. We're not going to sit here and waste tons of time debating it, but what else is true that you're actually going to feel different about? Right, right. My goodness. Oh, so let's also just highlight this. I keep saying highlight, but I want to make sure our listeners are catching all these little parts. When Tracy keeps saying it's not this big power of positive thinking, like because a lot of people feel like raw, raw is the word that I always think of that they're going to come into this, this podcast. And we're just going to say, just change, just like you can do this. It's and and it's a very turnoff for a lot of people when they think raw, raw, when they think too positive, it's just not me. And what Tracy is saying right here is that it is a very fine shift. We have closed the gap, closed the chasm of that gap of what our brain is able to take in and believe. And so, okay, we can keep moving on from that. I heard this from one of our other podcast guests. It's the most underutilized tool is shifting of our expectations. And so if somebody can hear us say it's so important to neutralize like what you're saying, but yet we're not making any attempt to do that. We're, we're underutilizing some, a tool that could be our game changer (laughs) that could be our, if we change nothing, nothing changes. This would be our area to maybe start to focus on is what I'm hearing from you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a great place to be because I promise you, if somebody came up to you and said, you know what, here's the magic pill. Here's the silver bullet. You, all you got to do is take this and poof, you're going to be at your ideal body weight, or you're going to solve whatever problem is at hand. I know how attractive that sounds, but here's the deal. You would never have learned how to overcome those problems on your own. Like what we're suggesting is that you take ownership, you take control of manipulating the thought, questioning the thought ever so slightly, because it is coming from a place that's trying to keep you safe in a undangerous environment. So it, it makes perfect sense to just question it and just manipulate it. And then to be like, and remember that time, it seems so insignificant. It was 10 minutes ago where I went and opened up the pantry door, but I caught the feeling of entitlement. Remember that time that I did that? I, you start to build off of that. You start to, your brain loves evidence. So it's looking for the evidence and you start to build like a capacity for actually showing up different. You start to build confidence that you can solve these problems on your own. Like you don't want a magic bullet. You do want the experience of solving this for yourself, not giving the power out to anybody but you. Mm -hmm. And that's huge. And so call it woo woo, call it whatever you want. It's like, it's truly you taking responsibility. That's what it is in a nutshell. Well, so good. And that's exactly why it can transfer over into, like you said, all these different categories, because once you have the skills, then those skills work 
everywhere, Yeah, which is amazing, which I think is a great segue into walk us through exactly what that client would expect as they come into your program. Cause I kind of stifled you at a second ladder rung there and there's more that's going to come from that. So they walk in your doors and, and lead the way here. Yeah. Most of the women are middle age. And so a lot of them are, are dealing with hormones that are changing. And so they're recognizing some different emotions that they've maybe never experienced. They're recognizing the experience of having a harder time losing weight. And so our programming is all around a transformation that is mental and emotional, which is a lot about what I just talked to you about, um, physical, because we teach them how to lose weight in a different sort of way that works for them at this stage of the game. And then metabolic, we teach them the metabolic science that really does have a strong touch point on hormones like insulin. So you're looking to lose weight. It's four basics. It's solving the mind math, which is the thoughts and the emotions that are mismanaged. It's eating foods that fuel you. So it's S E L F. We're very clever like that. (laughs) So solving the mind math, eating the foods Mm -hmm. that fuel you learning how to collect data, like understanding your blood glucose and ketones and cause and effect of weight gain, weight loss, all that kind of data. So learning to collect data and then, um, fasting and not to fast in a, in a restrictive manner. It's really fasting with balancing out your hormones, specifically insulin. So it's, fascinating that when you have this transformation, this kind of comprehensive transformation that women experience, they're like, whoa, I have so much more energy or my moods are way more stable, or I can think more clearly. I don't have the brain fog, which then of course perpetuates going after things that, like I said, weren't even on the radar at the time. I feel like self-made you or, or the coaching that I have to offer really is the solution for women who think weight loss is the biggest problem in their life. They're so sold on the fact that if they could just fix this one problem, well, let me tell you what that story is creating for you. That's a story. That's, that's a made up story that you are running on autopilot on default 24 seven. And that's not true, but because I know how to help you manage your mind and your emotions, we can change that thought. So it doesn't stand in between you and creating what you want most from your life, but it is just a thought at the end of the day, it's just a thought (laughs) people will argue all day long on it, but it's a thought and we can change it just as quickly as it came in. We can manipulate that. And we also help people manage from a metabolic standpoint and from a physical standpoint and an emotional standpoint as well. So all of those things are changing, but women who come into our program, who start to report changes in their business and it's, we hear it all the time. It's because all of this is so tightly connected. Like I said, like weight loss is often parallel to a lot of other bigger goals growing a business. It's awesome because if you aren't thinking very clearly, or if you don't have the energy, or if you have brain fog, very difficult to run and operate a business. That's definitely the springboard. It's the catalyst is the way that they are 
feeling physiologically that that motivates them to do these other things. But then again, I come in and ask them, the circumstance is your business. Give me all the thoughts or tell me how you're feeling about it. And a small business owner will probably say, I don't even know where to begin. Marketing is so hard or the clients don't want what I have to offer. So a woman who maybe is trying to get a business off the ground or maybe even wanting to change careers, she definitely has this narrative going on in her mind that is probably creating this experience of her feeling stuck. I hear that a lot. I just feel stuck. I don't know what to do next. Okay. Well, the reason why they have this lovely evolution from losing weight, balancing out their hormones and being a lot more motivated to grow this business is because physiologically things have changed. Their body chemistry has changed by managing their thoughts, their emotions, and their metabolic health. So that would be probably one good answer as to why we see that kind of success story play out time and time again. But I would also say that, again, women who are looping out on these thoughts around, I don't know what to do next, or marketing is hard, or finding clients, clients don't want what I have to offer that type of thinking that they are very unintentionally looping out on is generating a sense of defeat or some sort of unwanted feeling that certainly does not have them out looking for the next best step, right? When you're feeling defeated, most people start to shut down. They hide. They start looking for evidence around all the reasons why they might be right, how business is so hard. They're certainly not doing anything that's going to get them closer. And that you kind of have to get it under a microscope to really see how that's playing out in your unique experience. But 99.9% of the time when you can shed some light onto it and just show them that you're just showing up in a way that's not getting you what you want because you're feeling something that's kind of got you stalled out before you've even really started. And here's why I call it solving the mind math. It's just a formula. It's a very simple formula. It's your thoughts plus your feelings equal the actions that get you your results, period. So you change one component of that formula, you'll get different results. Now, we want to be intentional about it. We want to drive the results that we want. And so that's available to you. I would just say to the woman, maybe who's listening, who is feeling very stuck in her current business or place of employment, I would have you first understand why you're feeling stuck. What is that narrative that's going on? And do you think that it's possible to learn to feel differently about your current situation. And that cracks the door to feeling something different and showing up different. Yeah. So for the people who don't live in our land and kind of understand how this goes, their ears are perking up and they're going, oh, I need this. I want this. Are you reaching them virtually? Are they coming into some one-on-one coaching with you plus coursework or is it all... Like, how does that work for somebody? Yeah, my self-made mind and body is a six-month program that the first 10 weeks, we call it our intensive, and it's 
it's really taking our clients through the science. I call it the math and science behind losing weight. And um, we, it's mental, emotional, physical, and metabolic. So it's, it's sciencey, but again, I could sit here and just talk, 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 talk. If you don't have an application behind it, it's very difficult to like really envelop it and to learn and to be sustainable and to keep these practices into play. We want you to learn about your blood and how your blood and your, your body reacts to what it is that you're eating. We want to, you, we want you to learn how your body reacts to fasting and all of that kind of stuff. So the first 10 weeks is, is an intensive. And then the second uh, 16 weeks of the six months is what we call mastery. We always have our finger on the pulse of your weight loss goals. And at the same time, we're working on the mental and emotional component first understanding what is it that you really want to achieve outside of weight loss. And then we guide you, we hold your hand through achieving not only the weight loss, but some of these bigger and, and better goals that may never have even been on your radar. So six months, it's a live coaching call once a week. And then I have an app. We have a self-made you app that all of the lessons are delivered to you along with a workbook and all that good stuff. So coaching live, I mean, Lindsay, I'm sure you would agree that there's just nothing like it in a group format where you get to learn from what other people bring to the table and you can really start to see yourself in some of their circumstances and some of their thought processes is so valuable. So we dedicate our live to coaching which is phenomenal. It's just so encouraging to see women understand how they're creating their own experiences. So yeah, that's what programming a self-made mind and body looks like. And then, like I said, we have an app. If you go to selfmadeyou.com, our website, we have a quiz that reveals to you your diet persona. We recognize that there's the four basics of losing weight. There's usually one of those that you could put more focus on, or maybe that you've never even knew existed, like solving the mind math. And so we reveal through this quiz, what your diet persona is, and then we give you a free challenge to learn how to overcome that, what it would take to overcome that, because it really does boil down to those four basics and having an understanding of what you might be missing is a great place to start. So I would encourage people to go to our website and take that quiz. Fabulous. Oh my goodness. All of this is so good. Um, I do not want to wrap up. You, you have this wonderful, like uh, one sheeter about you and different topics. And as I was going through it, I'm like, Oh, I think each topic could be like a whole nother different hour with each other. <laughs> so you're coming back at some point, this could not be it, but I do want you to wrap your arms around our listeners today and kind of give them that. Like, if you hear nothing else from me, this is what I, I need you to take away. Yeah. Um, it, without a doubt, it is that what you are most struggling with is not your fault. You are not broken. There is not something inherently wrong with you. There's nothing morally wrong with you. It is simply that you have not managed your mind because it is new information that you've never been taught. And I can say that with the deepest amount of compassion because I've been there and I thought I was that broken person that couldn't possibly stop 
drinking that couldn't possibly stop eating my emotions away. And I stand before you a completely changed person who creates everything she wants from her life through a managed mind. And so I want everybody to know that there is nothing broken about you. It's just simply that you haven't been taught how to manage your mind, period. Thank you so much for all of the hope today. Like, I feel like people just need to keep feeling that hope. Cause I agree with you. I think it's easy to think this works for everybody else, but me, but right. you haven't seen a lost cause come through your doors yet. Have you? No, absolutely not. So there we have it again. Thank you so much for today, Tracy. You're wonderful. Thanks Lindsay. Thank you for listening today. Whether you are working with me personally or just letting these podcasts speak into your life, I truly appreciate you trusting me on your journey, and I will always have some free materials waiting for you on my website at healthaccountabilitycoach.com. I have habit trackers, meal planning worksheets, blank calendars where you can track your daily successes. Come check it out and always feel free to reach out if you need any referrals, if you are seeking your own accountability, or if you just want to say hello and provide your beautiful insight and feedback. I appreciate your valuable time and listening ears. This topic served any purpose for you or you can picture that exact person who needed this. I'm always honored when you share the episode. We are making 2022 the year that we are going to pour motivation and inspiration onto others. I also always appreciate it when you leave a review on iTunes and rate the podcast. I send you off with all the praise and momentum you deserve for staying open-minded to new information, keeping that open mind to the idea that our journey will look different now, five years from now, slow and steady, y'all. It's not always instant gratification and not always that exciting but a much gentler and redeeming path that will serve you well throughout all the years and every season of life. Cheers to health and happiness.